For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Because what makes something valuable is fulfilling a need. What need does ESPN have right now? The Pacific time zone. What's up, everybody? It's Trey Smith welcoming you to another episode of the College Game Time Podcast. This is the number one show for fans of the American Athletic Conference, and we have got some crazy momentum building right now. In fact, we just officially launched this particular show earlier this week, and already after two episodes, we're approaching, no, we've exceeded 6,000 downloads, streams, views, whatever it is on all platforms. We're going to hit 10,000 probably by the end of the day. Thank you for that. So um, today on episode three, we are going to dive into this Pete Thamel report. It was an exclusive sit-down interview with Washington State President Kirk Schultz. And um, I'm going to make a case despite the tone of this article, okay, because I'm going to read some stuff to you uh, that does sound very Mountain West sort of sort of lean a little bit, which is understandable because of the travel issues and the travel concerns. And unfortunately, college football realignment has basically taken a turn so strong that these media networks are completely desensitized to geographical, um, you know, logic or, 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 or the geographical concerns. You know, football, not as big of a deal, but for the other sports, that can start to be rather taxing, but it's where we're at now. It's part of it. And ultimately, with realignment, as I've been saying, the networks are in control. And that's the other thing to remember, even as we're going through this episode today, even if you've already read that report, um, that article on ESPN uh, of of the sit down with Kirk Scholes, just remember, the presidents aren't in control, the ADs aren't in control, it's the networks at the end of the day, because that's where the revenue and money is coming from. So let's, uh, let's look at this. I'm sorry, this mic situation. I have a way better mic if you're watching. I have a way better mic than this. I just, I've moved at the beginning of the summer and still haven't gotten everything set up, but I will have it up soon uh, to where I'm not doing all this holding, putting it down, moving, swaying back and forth, all that stuff. If you're listening, you're probably like, what the heck are you talking about? Don't care. But let me digress. So in the article, Scholes laid out three options that Washington State currently has and is considering as it's trying to forge a pathway forward after the Pac-12 essentially being gutted to college football realignment. Option one is keep what's remaining of the Pac-12 intact and backfill with both the Mountain West and, as it said, a team from Texas, which we all know who that is. It's the same team that's trying to go to another conference right now. So, SMU. So it says. So, so that was option one. Backfill with Pac-12. Back, uh, backfill the Pac-12 with Mountain West, and I'm paraphrasing here, but with Mountain West teams and a team from Texas, possibly an AAC team from Texas. Uh. According to Dennis Dodd yesterday, 
the Pac-12 merging with the Mountain West is off the table. But according to Washington State President, that's still an option. Now, he didn't know who would be leading that charge. He didn't know where Klyovkov would fit into that. He said that if that was the path forward, they were going to need to hire a different consultant. Um, I think this is probably the least likely option to happen, especially with all the smoke around Stanford and Cal to the ACC, which I'm going to get to in a second. Option two is Washington State and Oregon State just joining the Mountain West. And I'll read you a couple quotes on that here in just a second after I tell you option three, which was, as the article stated, joining perhaps the American Athletic Conference. So three options are on the table right now. To keep the pack together and backfill with Mountain West teams and then possibly SMU. Uh, option two, just join the Mountain West. And option three, join the American. So let's look at what was said um, in the article. And I'm just going to give you some quick highlights here before I lay out for you a plan or, or, or how the dominoes need to fall in order for this to play into the favor of the American Athletic Conference. So quoting the article now, as I said, it's on ESPN, Pete Thamel. Scholes said Washington State and Oregon State have been in touch with the Mountain West. He said, but the, he said, but the league is very interested in Oregon State and Washington State. So they've been in touch with the Mountain West and the Mountain West is very interested in Oregon State and Washington State. And this is a quote. It may be the two of us accept an invitation to join the Mountain West and we rely on private dollars to make sure our budgets are at the top of the league. At the end of the day, us doing something on the East Coast, unless it's a ton of money, there's just no way to make it work. Scholes made it clear that regardless of conference or affiliation, Washington State will continue to invest like a Power 5 program. Now, everything I just read to you seems to favor heavily into the hands of the Mountain West. You know, us joining the Mountain West and relying on private money, us not being able to do anything on the East Coast. Now, that quote about the East Coast was referencing the, the, the ACC, but obviously the AAC having a strong presence on the East Coast as well, even though back on Saturday, I think it was, I laid out a plan to bring these teams into the American and utilizing a pod of the Texas and Oklahoma team, the team in Oklahoma and the Texas teams to help with those travel issues. And then if you factor in that you would swap out Navy for Wichita State for basketball season, that also is going to help with some of those travel issues. But either way, go watch that video because I think there is a way the American could work with these West Coast teams to sort of help, you know, alleviate some of those travel issues. Obviously, it's not going to be as good of a travel situation as being in the Mountain West. However, I'm about to show you a case or make a case for why it would be a much better financial situation. Because that last quote still said, Schultz made it clear, Schultz made it clear, regardless of conference or affiliation, Washington State will continue to invest like a Power 5 program. Well, if you're going to invest like a Power 5 program, then whatever move you decide to make you got to look at revenue, exposure, and access. And I think 10 of the last 12 years, with the 6-6 playoff model, and I'm talking about access now, the American would have been the conference that got the sixth bid into the 12-team playoff format. 
Okay, that's, is that right? I say 10, I think it was 10 or 11 of the last 12 years or, or eight of the last, I'm sorry. I think it was eight of the last 10 years. I don't have that stat in front of me, but I wrote about it on collegegametime.com a couple weeks ago uh, when, when talking about something else. So I think it's been eight out of the last 10 seasons, the Mountain West would have, or I'm sorry, the American would have put in um, uh, a team in the 6-6 model. And in fact, I thought I had it on my phone, but I think there was one or two of those seasons, maybe one where the American would have gotten two teams in this, this new format for the 12-team playoff in the 6-6 model. So that's a selling point the American has to these schools, okay? But let's look at what dominoes need to fall first. Before we even start to consider Oregon State and Washington State jumping ship to either the Mountain West or the American, the first domino that has to fall is Stanford. Because I think out of the four teams, the only team that really has a legitimate stance or grounds to say we're just going to stay independent is Stanford and they could sit back and wait and see what Notre Dame does and if they want to put the rest of their other sports in the Mountain West go for it but I think Stanford being that first domino and what plays in in favor to the American Conference and all this would be for them to either stay independent or just go to the ACC I keep going back and forth on which one I think would be even better. Part of me feels like I could make an argument for why them staying independent helps bring the other teams to the American, but I also think I could make a case for them and Cal going to the ACC. Why the heck would they do that? Because ESPN needs the Pacific time zone. I will address that more in just a second. So the first domino is Stanford because once that domino falls, that's what's going to put the final dagger through the heart of the Pac-12 surviving. Not saying that's what's best for college football, not even saying I'm, I'm excited about that, but it's just the reality. Once the Stanford domino falls, now we take that first option that President Scholes mentioned off the table. So then that puts it between the Mountain West and the American. Now, the Mountain West obviously has the advantage as it pertains to travel. But if Washington State still wants to invest in its programs as a Power 5 team, as a Power 5 school, there's some other things we need to look at as it pertains to the finances around or, or comparing and contrasting the Mountain West to the American. Because yes, I get it, the travel for all those other sports uh, uh, is a significant money saver playing in a geographically sound conference. However, let's, let's look at this for a second. Because if I'm Oresco already right now, if I'm Commissioner Mike Oresco, I'm on the phone with ESPN getting the numbers of what, what, would, what would the ballpark be if we exercise the clause, the renegotiate clause by bringing in Oregon State, Washington State, and possibly Cal, or maybe all four, what do those numbers look like? And you have leverage if you're in Oresco's chair with that conversation because you know this is a network that needs that time zone, which is the exact opposite of the Mountain West right now. The Mountain West's main media partner is Fox Sports. Fox Sports just got four additional teams from, uh, and, I'm sorry, eight additional teams. They got four for the Big Ten, Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC. And then they got four additional five, really, if you include BYU, BYU, Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State, and Colorado 
going to the Big 12. So those shakeups, those transitions, going to the Big 10, who has a massive deal with Fox, going to the Big 12, who also has an agreement with Fox, well, now that's going to cut into the Mountain West's value in time slots with their deal with Fox Sports. And let's look at this deal as it is all together. Let's compare the two deals. So the Mountain West Conference has a deal. I should have started here. So Mountain West Conference has a deal with CBS Sports and Fox Sports. It's a $270 million deal over six years. Okay, that average is $45 million a year. The Big Ten and Big 12 expansions are going to hurt that when it comes time to renegotiate. You can't convince me otherwise. Because now you've got schools in both time zones that the Mountain West occupies at the Power 5 level. The AAC, on the other hand, is with ESPN in a $1 billion deal over 12 years, which averages $83.3 million per year. And yes, a lot of it is linear, uh, a lot of it is streaming, but it's ESPN Plus, and they still get a good chunk of linear coverage between ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPNU. In fact, they have some guaranteed slots there. And then yes, they have a lot of streaming, but guys, as I've been saying, streaming on ESPN Plus is not the same as having to be a streaming partner with CBS or or Apple TV or one of these other outlets that's going to require an add-on subscription to be able to watch that conference's football games no like you don't need a special add-on to watch the aac on espn plus you get all the games as a part of the package in fact you get the entire espn library just for one subscription which everyone pretty much has so my question now is going back to the you know just a second ago if Oresco were to exercise that clause what could he bump that per year average to that's one question and then also we have to remember i think oresco has a little over 50 million in exit fee money as well as i said espn wants the pacific time zone so stanford and cal going to the acc will help that but if espn think for a second knowing that the networks as i've already said pretty much control the money in these situations, which ultimately controls the realignment moving and shaking. So if you could go pick up, I'm ESPN, I can now go get Oregon State and Washington State by packing, packaging them into the AAC. Okay, well, let's figure out, okay, how can we make the AAC package lucrative enough to bring them in to help compensate for those travel expenses for the other sports and then, you know, expand the AAC into the Pacific time zone. I still think a play that might be on the table if this ACC thing falls through is let's just package all four teams to the AAC. Stanford may not go for that. Cal may not even go for that. I don't know. But if you're Oresco, you have some leverage right now in going back to ESPN, it's like, what's making us so valuable? Because I know what some of you are probably thinking. Well, Washington State and Oregon State were the least valuable teams in the conference. Like, as far as revenue and media draws and all that. Okay, fair enough. But when you're a media network that has no presence in that time zone, suddenly that becomes valuable. <clears throat> because what makes something valuable is fulfilling a need. What need does ESPN have right now? The Pacific time zone. So 
To me, when I'm comparing apples to apples here with the AAC deal with ESPN and the Mountain West deal with CBS, not only is AAC's deal already more lucrative, I mean, almost twice as much per year average, doubles the per year year average, but they also have the clause to renegotiate their deal should the conference become more valuable. So then, well, does Oregon State and Washington State really make the conference more valuable? Yeah, because of their geographical location. So in, in, on one hand, it's like, oh, man, things could really bottom out for the American with SMU leaving to go somewhere else and then completely missing on either of the four remaining pack schools. But then on the flip side, the stars could be aligning for the American to be able to expand into that territory, get those two former Power Five programs, which then sets you up for a longer-term play of maybe poaching some Mountain West schools that you haven't been able to get in the past. Is anybody smelling what I'm stepping in here? Is anybody with me? Please leave me something in the comments letting me know your thoughts on this. I know I've had some Mountain West fans come on here and, 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 you know, which is fine, and we've had some back and forth, but the more I look at this and the more I, I think about this and see how it's playing out, this really could, if, if Oresco plays the cards right, and listen, let me preface all this too, I'm not some media guru expert. Do I have some people in the network that I've, I've come in contact with who have extensive amount of experience in that world, including one who's won multiple Emmy Awards? Yes. And so I've been trying to take some cues from them to try to get some understanding on how all that works. But just looking at this from a general casual perspective, the Mountain West is with CBS Sports and CBS Sports and Fox Sports. Well, Fox Sports is Pacific and Mountain West coverage just like significantly increased with the additions of Oregon, Washington, UCLA and USC to the Big Ten and then the four corner schools to the Big 12 plus. Yeah. I was going to say plus BYU, but yeah. So how's the Mountain West now going to be able to come with more? Like how does Oregon State and Washington State make the Mountain West more valuable going to their media partners? Because now that, that's where the argument of, well, they were the least valuable revenue teams in the pack. Like you can assert that argument there because if you're trying to bring them into the Mountain West Conference and you're bringing that to your media partner, it's like, okay, well, what do they bring that we don't already have other than they used to be in a Power Five conference? Whereas on the American side, the AAC, your, your network, your media partner, which is, oh, by the way, much more lucrative. And oh, by the way, you have a clause to renegotiate should you become more valuable. Well, now here's an opportunity to fulfill a need that that network has. So, and listen, if there's something I'm missing here, please leave it in the comments. Or if you're listening on Spotify and Apple right now, uh, you know, send it to me in an email, I guess, right? I don't know. I mean, if you can comment on Spotify or Apple, I'm not sure. Yeah, you can. Put a comment there. I'll check it. I'll look at that. Or you can shoot me an email, info at collegegametime.com. But that's going to wrap up today's episode. Let me know your thoughts. What are you thinking? Um, I definitely feel like some more moving and shaking is on the horizons. I would love for SMU to stay in the AAC, by the way. I don't think I've said that. Um, they are looking mighty desperate right now. Their, their boosters are. 
as far as being willing to basically subsidize themselves for five years, which I'm going to say this very quickly, but maybe I'll save it for another episode. I'm just saying when typically when you have billionaires, okay, that get into a deal and, and make those type of arrangements, usually there's always an out. Just keep that in mind. There's usually always an out. So if results don't start happening as fast as the billionaire wants it to happen, guess what? They're going to exercise their right to get out and either pull their funding or dump it off to somebody else, make it somebody else's problem. So that's just something SMU needs to take into consideration. Um, That's it for today. Thanks again. Episode three in the books, Trey Smith, College Game Time. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.